You're listening to Grace for Single Parenting. I'm Jen Smith, and each week we'll discuss a topic that encourages single parents to live their best life in their current season with God's grace and love. Let's talk about goal setting today. With the coming year, it's a popular time to talk about goals. So we're going to talk about them today, but maybe with a new kind of take. We're not going to get all crazy in the new goal setting, but we're just going to talk about some easy way to set some goals and some intention for our new year. You know, often life can feel easy and breezy after you get out of school, and then maybe you got married and you found your dream job, maybe you had some kids, but regardless, we didn't worry too much about our next step, but Sometime after that, for most of us, we had a significant life shift happen. And maybe for you, that was a divorce, death of a loved one, or the ultimate joy stealer comes along, and that's discontentment. And usually that plagues us all at some time. So either way, we go from the pie-in-the-sky dreams we had of our youth to needing some actionable goals and some intention in our lives. And that's what I wanted to talk about today because, you know, goals don't have to be long and complicated and structured like you might have in the workplace, but goals can be simple and they can even be fun. I write my goals out at the end of every year and then I kind of revisit them each month and it's not some structured thing. It's not something I dread. It's just to keep me on track and they move throughout the year as well. And you really only need one page for your goals. And if you want to take it a step further, you could have a supporting sheet with some action steps if you're feeling really ambitious. So let's go through about how to set some personal goals and spend some time at the end of each year by yourself in preparation for the next year to see how this is really the best thing you can do for yourself. What this allows you to do is in the coming year, when you have a big commitment asked of you or you have something that someone's asked of you or an opportunity presented to you and you're not really sure if you should take it or not or you're not sure which road to go down, you can then take that opportunity or you can take that commitment and you can compare it against your goals and you can see if it falls in line with that or not. And this allows you to live your next year with more intention and it also does not let others run your life or run your schedule. So if you're one that struggles with boundaries, this can be really helpful for you. What I like to do is I like to set my personal goals into six key areas. Let's go through these um, six key areas. So for each of these categories, you're going to think about two to three goals that you have in mind for each one in the upcoming year. And then once you've written those down, you're going to print it out and then help use this to help you live the new year with your new intention. So these six areas, which we'll dive into is health, faith, work, family, money, and then just a personal one. And as we discuss, if something that comes up that's not in alignment with your goals, then it can just be a quick no. And asking yourself this question is the way to ensure you're taking care of the essential things in your life and discarding what's not essential. This allows you to be in charge of your own life. And it's with these small thoughts and then your actions in each of these categories each day that helps determine this. So I'm going to go through some ideas for each of these in each category. And 
if this will just give you an idea to get your thoughts started, maybe start um, thinking in your mind what goals sound good to you, jot some down or just start thinking in your head what goals that you would want, okay? So let's talk about health. One goal for this is maybe drink a smoothie each day. Do a 30-day fitness challenge. Um, maybe you're going to want to go through your home and see where you have some hidden toxins in your heating cleaning products. Uh, commit to walking for a certain number of causes in the new year. Or set a goal of the number of pounds you want to lose and money to raise. For your faith, you could say that you're going to join a Bible study at church. Maybe you're going to commit to morning time and get up early each day for quiet time with God. And in that, you're going to include some Bible reading, journaling, prayer, or whatever might be on your heart. Maybe you want to learn the art of Bible journaling and incorporate it into your time if you're artsy or want a more creative outlet during your Bible time. Commit to regular church attendance or memorize certain number or specific Bible verses that you really enjoy and you wish you could recall at will. The next one is for your work. And these would be goals that you have for your work, not that your work sets for you. So maybe there's a class that you want to take to learn a new skill to either advance you in your current position or maybe there's a different job you're interested in. And you know, you can find lots of free and inexpensive options if your employer's not going to pay for it. You can uh, make it a goal this year to update your resume if you haven't visited it for a while or maybe you're wanting to change jobs if you're thinking about a career change go ahead and write that down and then and you have the supporting sheets maybe you'll write down some action steps for that for your family some ideas are committing to one activity per month to do with your kids uh, remember, these don't have to be big. They can just be intentional because that's the purpose of writing down your goals is just keeping yourself intentional with your time. Spending some quality time with each child each day. Deciding to turn off the TV or electronics for a period of time each day each week. For your money category, if you don't have a 6 to 12 months emergency fund, this can be one of your goals. Maybe you need to get out of credit card debt. Maybe you're interested in enrolling into the Financial Peace University. Maybe you need to save money and um, you're thinking maybe you can save $5 per day or week. Maybe you need to meet with a financial planner. Do you have a will? Um, does that need to be added to your goals? Remember, you have a full year. So what kind of things do you feel like need to be done? Think about two to three that you need to do this year. For personal, now you want to think about what things don't fall in the above categories. So think about um, what, what are your passions? What do you enjoy doing but you haven't done for a while? Maybe mark some time on your calendar to do it weekly or monthly depending on the activity. Join a book club, maybe. Go to a craft workshop with friends. Do you need to expand your community? Do you need to have a standing coffee date with a friend or, or a co-worker? Possibly set aside some money so that you can spend without feeling guilty. 
that you can just spend on yourself. So once you have these big, high arching two to three goals, you're going to go into each goal category and set up an action step and some kind of date to track your progress. And this is where you would put these in the detailed worksheets. And these can help you narrow down on the specific action steps and measures. And you can print these off each month if you want to readjust them. And for the most part, your primary goals don't change. Only the steps to get there need to be adjusted. And sometimes, you know, we have life things happen where our primary goals will change. And that is totally fine. You just don't want to be, you don't want to be like very rigid with your goals. At the same time, you don't want to be, you know, completely forget about them. Just keep yourself on track with them as, as much as possible. So for each one, you're going to have three things. And for each one, you're going to have the goal, which we identified earlier. So for the example, if, if we had the faith category, and let's say um, we had the goal of be a spiritual leader in my house. Okay, so that's done. So for the next one, the next box, or if you're just thinking in your head or you're writing down, then the next box would be to enter your action step to get there. So if we're using the same goal of, of the faith, be a spiritual leader in my house, then maybe your action steps to get there would be including family church attendance or a daily Bible study as a family during dinner, or you want to say your prayers together each night. Okay, so that's how you're going to get there. And then you're going to think is the what's the measure that is useful for you to determine throughout the year. If you've realized if your goal of being the spiritual leader in your house, if did that actually happen or not? So some examples are, okay, I'm going to attend church at least three or two weekends per month. Or how many dinners, depending on what your action step was, how many dinners did we incorporate Bible study? And how many evenings did we say our prayers together? And then next month, just readjust that. Let's say that your um, action step was going to be to attend church. Let's say you were really ambitious every single Sunday or Saturday, whenever your church has service that month. Well, let's say you only attended it once that month. It doesn't mean you throw your goal out the window. It just means the second month you're going to review that and maybe this Next month, your action step is going to be to attend church two weekends per month. So that will be your measure now that you're going to attend church two weekends per month. And then you'll review that and see how you do. So ideally, you'll have two to four goals per category. So as you can see, the goal setting doesn't have to really be complicated. And if you come from a, any kind of corporate background, these are much simpler than any kind of goal setting that you might have done in the past with your work. So setting your goals each year doesn't have to take hours. You don't have to go away to a hotel and, and spend two nights writing out your goals. You don't have to have 20 different worksheets. I mean, if you like all that stuff, then more power to you. You can go do that. But the important thing is to not get caught up in the process of writing out goals and dreaming, but more just you actually want to do the action and the living out your goals and not the actual process of writing goals out. And when you do that 
and you have a smaller plan and you review it each month in just really a couple minutes then you can really see what is important to you you can see what you've accomplished and you can really be amazed at what you can do and when you are able to amaze yourself your self-confidence will grow and you'll be able to accomplish more and more and to live out your life truly as you've been wanting to do so many of us are caught up in setting goals just at the beginning of the year but it really doesn't matter any time is a great time to add intention to your life so i want to thank you for listening thanks again